Hey, toy fans. Welcome back to toy, uh, the Toy Lines podcast. Happy Pie Day to everybody. Hope you're having your pizza. My name is Ian, and with me is my good pal. I'm Tommy Romero. How's everybody? Everybody hopefully is doing well and getting vaccinated, uh, playing with their toys. So, uh, new episode, new week. WandaVision ended last week, and we are going to be starting this week on Friday with... Um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. which uh, kind of reminds me of that 80s TV show. Was it um, Scarecrow and Mrs. King? Just <laughs> the, the title. I don't, I don't know why. I, um, I read an article saying how already uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier is going to not be good compared to WandaVision. And I don't think that was a really wise. Well, it's apples and oranges. Exactly, because they're two different types of shows. and, and Yeah, Wanda is more... Like sitcom type, whereas it was, it was. Whereas Falcon and the Winter Soldiers just it's gonna be an flat action, out be political action buddy kind of picture as well. That's what well, I'm thinking. I, I'm thinking yeah. it's going to be more akin to Captain America and the uh, Winter Soldier. Right. So I don't really think that. I think they said why it's going to be better and why it's going to be worse. And I'm like, well, what what kind of article is this? Yeah. You're covering both bases. Just to your. Either way, yeah, you'll be right either way. Um, so with WandaVision ending last week, one thing I have to say was that very well-written show all around. From episode one to episode nine, was it? However many there were. Um, yeah, eight or nine. Yeah, I really got to say the writers involved in that show did an excellent job to carry everything over from one episode to another. And then you got to think, Acting wise, you're acting in episode one, and these things aren't paying off until later on. So it's almost like, in a way, how they did Lord of the Rings, where they filmed three films at once. And one day in the morning, you're filming a scene out of The Fellowship. Later on, you might be doing something from Two Towers to Return of the King, and your character, Frodo, for instance, is in a different range of emotions in each of those scenes. And as an actor, you have to get into that mindset, which I can never do because I can't act. But, um, so to carry for these, for Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany, especially for Elizabeth Olsen, to carry over these things episode per episode, it really took a, it takes a lot. And just for the directors and continuity and all those things to flow, it, it kind of reminds me of like how the MCU started. And mm-hmm. basically with Iron Man, they started it, you know, with that little scene at the end and they kind of like ping ponged off each other until it became what it became. And of course, became a success but when you really think about it that had a huge chance of not working out which is when you look back on it you think that's impossible but when you really think about it it's actually kind of scary because it really it could have flopped major um and the mcu just wouldn't be there what it is today because they couldn't keep track of all the plot holes so kudos to them for what they did on one division definitely Elizabeth Olsen, Paul Bettany, um, deserve Emmys. I, a lot of people have been a lot of love for um, is it Agatha, Agnes, Catherine Hahn. Yeah, a lot of respect going out to her lately. Um, I love that scene at the end, and apparently it was huge on iTunes. Oh, the song video, yeah, yes, the, and it, it was funny because when I first saw this, when I watched the episode, and we, we actually discussed it. I remember saying. It's like a cross between the Munsters and the Adams family, and that's where they got inspired it was cool. from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 trended huge for some for some reason. 
Well, um, it was a catchy tune. I mean, we all yeah, know she. I, it was she was behind it the whole time. I believe Especially it was. when when she's petting and she's like, and I killed Sparky too. <laughs> I literally got up and yelled, "I knew it." I believe, and I, I could be wrong. So if anybody, if, if I'm wrong, please write in. I believe it was um, the couple who did the songs for Frozen and Avenue Q who did the music for that, or at least that song. Ninety nine percent sure I could be wrong, but yeah, great show. I had a friend who just watched. He binged it, and he was blown away. So yeah, if you I tried. I, I I have to do it sometime. I have no time this week. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, go ahead and binge it. Um, you know, you don't. I'm sure it'll make more sense binged. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it's you'll pick up on things a lot sooner because you're trying to think back seven weeks ago. Otherwise, well, here's what upset me about it. Everyone sees it. Oh, we got this humongous guest, and you know. First off, I knew Fantastic Four wasn't coming in because right. when she mentioned the engineer, I knew it wasn't going to be Reed Richards because Fantastic Four has so much gravitas that they're not going to, you know, just be like, oh, by the way, you know, there's four superpowered family. So I knew it wasn't going to be that. I, I had this ridiculous theory that somehow Tony Stark was going to be a part of it, but that's all gone. So they... <laughs> They're they're pretty much misleading us on purpose now, and I'm a little upset over that because why why bother? Well, same thing with the She Hulk when they announced that actress, and she's like, "Oh no, I, I'm not She Hulk." Then two weeks later, oh by the way, I'm She Hulk. Well, I mean, you now I understand marketing, but yeah, like you and McGregor knew he was going to be in Obi Wan or Kenobi a year before they announced the show, and he had to keep quiet about it. See that I can understand. So maybe it was. But don't yeah. mislead us, and you know, one minute, no, that we don't know where that rumor came from. Then two weeks later, oh, well, the rumor was true. Yes, I would like to know who Paul Bettany was referring to as this big guest. It was supposed to be like this huge thing, and yeah, I, I, I honestly don't know who it was. Was it yeah. him as the other Vision, maybe? I yeah, and I really thought Doctor Strange was going to show up. I thought Doctor Strange, somebody said um, they were going to have Ultron. Yeah. You know, uh, I would have loved to have seen Doctor Strange. That was my 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 hope. And if I say, if I had one letdown, it was because I th I thought he'd be in it. And yeah, just but expected at, the same, him, you know? at the same time, I understand why he didn't yeah. come in. Yeah. I mean, it is, it's Wanda's story, and it should be. Olsen and Bentney's show. So I understand that aspect. But don't, you know, don't just mislead people and be like, oh, we got this humongous guest coming on. You'll never believe it. It's like yeah. Luke Skywalker on Mando. Yeah. yeah, it's like, don't go and say it's that level. Right, and exactly. And, and the other thing you got to remember about Luke being in, in The Mandalorian is that we didn't know. That secret never got out for like... And that's the way they should do it. Yeah. Um, but however... If it somehow does leak out, don't tell us, oh, it's just a rumor. It's not true. Yeah, I, I guess they do that because they don't want. Right. They want it to be. But, exactly. But well, you know basically, what? you just can't tell. Was it Tom Holland? Yes. And you just don't let him know anything. <laughs> and he won't. Apparently, you know. they, they but You know what, though? It's like it's it's like being in a courtroom. Now, in court, you you have to know what to say and what not to say. Right. Even if it gets thrown out, it was already said. So especially with a jury trial, that moment will never be erased. 
you know, even if the judge says, you know, scrap it. Strike, yeah, strike that from the record. Right. Or it was still mentioned. It's still in people's consciousness. They're still going to remember it or at least think about it. The other th so things like that, like if it leaks out, all right, you know, we'll, we'll get them next time, you know, but don't tell us, no, that's just a rumor. And then all of a sudden it happened. On the other hand, if they did just go with it, um, there, you know, we, we could be sitting here saying they should have tried to cover it up, you know, and yeah, but so I, it, I it's know. almost like a catch 22. But the other thing is with, now with the internet, there's so many leaks or spoilers that are not true. That, oh, yeah. You know, somebody said it's going to, I remember reading, it's going to be Ultron. Um, I just expected Dr. Strange for no other reason other than that. She, she was going to be in it mm -hmm. in Dr. Strange and this show will be leading into it. So I'm thinking, Oh, he's going to appear at the end or somewhere in it. That's my fault for thinking that, you know, they, they never said that. Well, it also depends on what website you use. I mean, yeah, yeah. So it's like, you know, because I thought Dr. Strange was going to show up from a reputable website. Uh, now, I don't know if they were part of it. Yeah, it, it, it would have been cool to have seen him. I, I, I do look forward to seeing him in that movie. I think Sam Raimi was a great choice as director. Um, and I'm looking forward to it. Uh, as far as Falcon and Winter Soldier, um, they mentioned Doc Strange as well. I don't know if you saw the latest tra uh, trailer for it. Okay. Uh, that's a funny little joke about uh, wizards and sorcerers. Um, but I'm kinda, I have high hopes for that show. Um, I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be action-packed. I think they're going to start off probably still hating each other. It's going to be a lot of, um, you know, like that staring contest scene. And it's going to be, I think, in the end, like a buddy comedy action piece sort of like how lethal weapon was you know like two guys don't want to work together are working together right so by the, by the end i think that's how to, how it'll be i don't know who said this but they were saying nothing has been determined as far as no for a second season for shows so even though one season is so we'll use wandavision for an example and i'm not saying there is a sequel but they nothing's not being considered there's always a possibility for a second season for shows which yeah but where would they take her story though well, now it's in the, now that's it's the part thing. of the multiverse well that's the thing if you can come up with a good story yeah but i think it's better go ahead. just contained right exactly and some are going to be like that you know like um that or maybe loki might just work out better as a, a one series show. Maybe, you know, right. maybe everybody will wind up getting a one series show. And as they bring in new characters into the, to the MCU, they're going to be the new stars of uh, Disney plus, you know, we don't know, but it's, um, you know, Disney plus when you think about the MCU, you know, originally being born, Disney plus wasn't even, you know, a, a thought and um, to now work the streaming service into their concept of, the MCU universe and be able to continue telling stories on, um, well, I think it was just good timing. Yeah. It worked out very well. And, um, you know, there, it, it just, you know, you can get more out there. Uh, you know, it, it, if you don't have Disney plus and you're a Marvel MCU fanatic, you might want to consider getting it just so you can stay, stay up with it. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot of stuff that's going to be coming out. Um, including this that's right the hasbro legends wandavision wanda maximoff or the scarlet witch now 
It's I mean, a cool looking figure. Yeah, it's got the little headgear like in the comic. Right, right. Which looks well. They did. Yeah, they did justice yeah. to yeah her outfit. Um, and it's now this is based on the concept drawing. Okay. So the colors are a little off from what she normally looks like on the TV show, but good articulation. You know, I mean, she's part of the MCU legends. And then mm-hmm. from Diamond Select, here's a more accurate. Wanda figure, you know, with the colors and stuff. I don't know how I feel about her face on this one. Can you go back to the other one for a second? Yeah, this is just like a generic. Yeah, I was just thinking this face looks like a better design or sculpt, but I mean... Like, the the Diamond Select looks a little bit more accurate. You think so? Okay, yeah. I think so, personally. I mean, it looks... She does look a little bit older, facially. And, And As well, she should. You know, she's... It's not Civil War at this point. She's, you know, yeah. been through quite a bit, so she should be a few years older. Uh, but so yeah, yeah, the Diamond Select one looks really nice. And do they have a uh, Vision as well? Of course. So we have the um. So this this guy confused me. Now, which is what's up with these cream highlights? Is that supposed to be shadowing? Because they know. they did right. this on a Black Series figure for Star Wars. Or no, I'm sorry, not Black Series. Um. The uh, the Black Widow movie. I would think they did the same thing with the cream colors on a black painted figure. You're better off doing like a comic book and going blue, like I used to shadow in the hair blue like, for black. Uh, right, the little tint. Yeah. yeah, like this. See, here's the thing about this character: when they showed him on on the show, I thought he was Ultron. I didn't really quite get the deal with him. He looks like he's painted with Prime. Well, he's the white vision from the West Coast Avengers series. Okay. So I, I never knew that. Oh, okay. um, that's good to know. I didn't know. So I learned something. So when, when he was battling Vision, it was a good battle. And then they were discussing things at the end where they kind of talked. And Vision touched his, you know, minds, I guess his mind stone. Did he transplant himself into him or... That's a great question because I thought the same thing as well. And then where did he go after their fight? He just like left the show. Well, yeah, that I couldn't figure out either because I was like, okay, so if he reawoken whatever was in him, so technically he's vision. he's our vision, the vision we've come right. to know, just in a different color scheme. Exactly. So. Right. Why didn't he go after Wanda? Exactly. Yes. I mean, you know, yeah, obviously he missed her. Right. And so here's so that's, okay. Yeah, that was the White Vision's first appearance, Avengers West Coast 45. And you know what? Here's Vision Quest, very clever. Um, like that movie, the 80s movie. Um, here's what's pretty cool is I was never really an I'm, I never read the Avengers growing up. Um, so the fact that they pulled all this stuff and put it in there for, for the fans who know of it, great Easter eggs. And for people who don't know it, like I didn't know who Agnes was. Um, you, you mentioned it to me uh, oh, yeah, on, she's on the show. Franklin uh, Richards. Name. Yeah. I was like, I was like, what? Um, I had no idea who the character was. Um, so it was interesting. I, I mean, I knew I could pick up some things just from the movies, but a lot of it was, you know, interesting to learn. So, um, you know, 
pretty cool. My theory, um, and we shouldn't even be saying theories because we're just going to disappoint ourselves in a way, but so far, Falcon and Winter Soldier has not focused on the new Cap. I mean, you, you see him once running onto the football field. That's U.S. agent. Yes, so he's a U.S. agent, which I think is great to have been brought in. I think if they're never going to use him... Um, I'm disappointed just, with that suit, though. I wanted It should have been black. the black one, yes. Yeah. The, what I was going to say was... Um, after Civil War, that should have been the suit that Cap was wearing if they were never going to introduce U.S. agent. That would have been a cool way to do it. Yeah, because yeah, um, even when Cap was referred to as the captain, he wore that suit. That's where that suit came from. Okay. So, uh, yeah, it would have been nice. Um, now, the character of U.S. agent, from what I've read, he's a little bit unstable. John Walker? Well... Right? He, he kind of goes savage at one point, like just kind of... That was later on, though. Okay. So like I wonder, the original John Walker was, you know, a soldier. You know, he, he a company man. So I'm thinking, will that happen in this? You know, will we see that play out? You know, I don't know. I like that we got um, was it Baron Baron Zemo? Is yep, comic you know, accurate. Yeah, yeah, he's got the he's mask. The, yeah, and I like how he said um in the trailer. He said, uh, you know, my work isn't finished. Uh, in the most recent trailer, he he's still his plan to. Get rid of heroes, I guess, is still there. Um, I guess he can't change Bucky anymore because um, Black Panther and them helped uh, fix his mind. Right, right. But uh, it's it'll be interesting. Who's the person with the mask? It's like a, I think it's a woman wearing a mask. It's like a, a red design on the mask. Did you have you picked that up? I have no idea. Friday, maybe we'll find out. Uh, but yeah, so this coming Friday today, as we record, is the fourteenth comes out the 19th on uh, Disney plus I think it's gonna be a good show yeah and here we have um, vision from hot Wonder toys vision. hot toys you will burn yourself now, if you, you touch were, it you were talking about like accuracy I mean it doesn't get more accurate than this I mean that is literally Paul Bettany's face yes I like the keep work on this how it's flowing and in, in, you know um, and I'm wondering if that's a solid sculpt or is that fabric I'm going to say solid. And if it's, you know, like what would be cool is if that cape was posable and you can, you know, same thing. Well, that looks like fabric. Yeah. But great design. Though. Well, I mean, hers does. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd send it a nice, nice pose. I'm wondering, yeah. I'm wondering if it's wired. Yeah. That like would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. These are very nice pictures too. Yeah. She's really, she is really beautiful on this hot toys one. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to see see what they do with her. Um, there was something online about uh, how they filmed the scene of her reading the book in astral form. So that was that was kind of neat to see. So, uh, you know, yeah, that's another thing that, like you mentioned it uh, once before, Doctor Strange did the same thing when he was reading. Right, he was sleeping um, when he was reading. Um, yeah, I don't get that though. I mean, I understand the reading part and the sleeping part, but her, she was just having a cup of tea. So, I don't yeah, know. well, the only thing I can think of, and I have no knowledge of why, but my theory or my, my, my thought is so he's tra- he was training at the time to become, I guess, the Sorcerer Supreme. And, and, you know, he was trying to get as much knowledge as he can. So that's why he did astral projection to read. Um, so I want to keep calling her Agnes. Agatha said that Wanda is more powerful than the Sorceress Supreme. Mm-hmm. So is that why she's able to do what she's doing? Is project her form 
and not be in some kind of meditative or a sleeping state. That's just a guess. I don't know. Maybe, you know, we'll see. And maybe she has a touch of evil in her right now. And that's going to be part of her part in. Um, well, she said she's still learning. So, Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So I don't know. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll find out whenever the movie comes out, I guess. Which, you know, I don't know when that's coming out, actually. But we'll see. Supposed to be Christmas. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I would like to know if they're going to do um, movie theater and streaming on that because uh, on Disney they they're still not doing it for Black Widow, so I doubt it. Yeah, but so they did it for um, they didn't do it for Black Widow. They did it for Milan. They did it for Raya and the Last Dragon. I wonder why they didn't do it for Black Widow. Like not Disney. They know they're getting that Marvel movie or Marvel money. But don't you think they would have got it anyway for pe- from people at home? Maybe, I don't know, there's a huge gap between create, movie creators that want to see it on the big screen versus yeah. know, home theater. So. Yeah, and I, I kind of get that, but you got to be thinking, they're, you know, this movie costs them so much money. They want to earn it back. Just release it. Um, when I was at the movie theater last week, I saw a poster for uh, Ghostbusters that is, you know, Whenever it's coming out this year, I think. Speaking of which, Hasbro is... announced the classic Kenner figures: two it, more ghosts and Ecto One. Is it me, or does the Ecto One look smaller compared to two when we were kids? Original? Yeah, I don't know the dimensions. I don't think so. I, I still have mine right here. Maybe, maybe I'm just saying it as a looking at it as an adult now. When you're a kid, toys look gigantic. Um, that was a cool toy. Yeah. Very cool. And kids and are gonna love this. The toilet ghost, yes. The toilet ghost. What is it? He's um I totally forgot about this. He what's his name? Um Fearsome Flush, which yeah. uh anybody who's been in a public restroom, they've experienced that. Um and then the other ghost is the eyeball. Yeah, bug eye. Um now what's interesting is that uh the, the Ghostbuster comics, Doug Shoning. Okay. Some, sometimes draws these ghosts, this guy in particular, I believe, and another one from the cartoon into the comic. I don't know if that's by the writer's um, choice or by his, but you know, it's it was it was kind of see um, in his panels all the stuff he would put in the background, and there was always like '80s references and things like that. So like the Ghostbusters comic was kind of like um, an Easter egg of 1980s Bill Murray and and you know. Oh yeah, they gave. Different- they gave Just Winston crazy. a whole backstory. Yeah, they made him. Yeah, which was, which was great. And you know, and Ernie Hudson did say on a, another podcast he was interviewed that in Afterlife you actually hear more about Winston's background. So that's and cool. Like, and you know what happened to him as well. Yeah, and that's good because you you want to kind of get to learn about him. And I've always felt. When you're writing a different, um, a different character, um, something you didn't create, you're you're kind of playing in somebody else's sandbox. It's really difficult to learn a character's voice, and the writers of the Ghostbusters comics has the four character personalities nailed down perfectly. So he does such a great job on it. So um, you know, kudos to to them as well. So here's mine. And maybe no, I guess I guess it's not bigger after all. No, nah, yeah, it's comparable. Yeah, it's got like the same kind of like 
curves and, and stuff like that. This is a really good shape too, Tom. I had to clean it. I found it in my basement last time I was at my parents' house. Really? Uh, yeah, it was all dusty and yellow, so I just took a toothbrush and went at it. Nice. A little fluoride protection. I have to put lights on it. That's my next customization because I want to – we have the Mesco cool. figures. That would be cool. And I want to I want to make like a scene if I ever find time in this life. You know, have the lights go on and, you know, because you know all the Mesco figures light up. Get some LEDs. Exactly. And you can just like, you know, like drill and something. The trunk is great for a battery pack, so it shouldn't be a problem. Yeah, that would be cool, actually. That, that's actually a really cool. Like, now I want to see that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's cool. So Classic Ecto-1 will be $49.99, if you can believe that. And it's being released next month in April. Little... The guy and Fearsome Flush will be $14.99, and they're also coming out in April. <laughs> Fearsome Flush. What a great name. What a concept. Right? A haunted toilet. Like, somebody, somebody's got some psychological problems. Like, what begins at toilet training or something? I was, yeah. <laughs> I remember one time I had to go, um, my, my parents, you know, they needed, they had a plumber. My, they use, my dad was friends with them, and I had to go drop something off for him at the guy's office. And he, the plumber had that on his shelf. The little, did you really? Like, That's he awesome. did. And I'm thinking, I'm like, you know, I'm thinking, it's a Ghostbusters toy he's got on his, he's, of course, it's a toilet. He's a plumber. I get the reference, but, you know, there's, I just thought it was a great little thing when I was there. I was like, <laughs> he's got a toilet. So uh, check so, these guys out. These are now from Mondo. They're just animated robotic Spider-Man. Spider-Man Mecha. So this is kind of interesting. I um, like the black one. I, I really do. Yeah, like, this one is a little. The yeah. blue and red one looks a little weird. It's a little busy. It looks. It looks more like the punk Spider-Man. Yes. Yeah, that's funny. I was just thinking that. Um, it is a little busy this one because of the colors, right? But um, they he's look... got that mohawk, so that's why I yes. automatically went to it. That's exactly what I thought. Um, it's kind of interesting. They look like they would be very articulate and thirty act... points. Okay, so like I'm thinking, you can get either great poses for pictures, or any of you guys out there who do stop motion, you're going to get some really great um, toy stop motion with these guys. Uh, these these are kind of cool. Can yeah, you go, yeah. Can you go back to the uh, black suit? Mondo does uh, good work. Yeah. So this one's... The black one will be 170 and $10 less for the blue and red. Yeah. Well, it's Mondo. I mean, they, they're really artists. I mean, okay, these so things are art. Here's a question to you. If you were to buy these, would you take them out of the box or not? That's a great question. The only reason why I wouldn't is just because how cool it is. But most of the stuff Mondo comes out with is in a box, so you need to actually take out the figure just to appreciate it. But I Yeah, like, I, I would take it out. Like, if I had that money extra, yes. But I feel because of the price, I wouldn't want to take it out. But you know what? Even though I love Spider-Man, I'm you, not really into the whole... I don't think he should be a robot. Okay, yeah, so it's just not one you would normally choose to, to purchase, which is understandable. Right, because um, I, I purchased my Ninja Turtles from Mondo, 
Mm-hmm. And they were a hundred bucks each. And I took them out of the package as soon as I got them. Right. But they had such great customization. Like you had two heads and all these weapons and, and Leonardo came with baby splinter. So that's cool. Uh, so what about the, did we do this one already? The uh, Ki- Kyoto amazing Yamaguchi iron spider from civil war. How beautiful is this thing? Wow. That. Okay. So $80. And 30 points of articulation. Oh, my goodness. You can come up with some great poses on this. Now this this is, is, is going to look gorgeous on somebody's shelf. This I would open just because. Um, look at the possible. Oh, my goodness. How cool is that one? I it, like it. With, it's great. With all the legs shooting out. Yeah. You can do such great um, photography and stop motion with this. And he doesn't look very robotic. This is a great pose, by the way. I, that's a Mike Turner pose from yeah, Civil War. That's how you would. That's how it should just be. They should make a statue of that. That is nice. There is a statue of that. Is, yeah. See. Yeah. Risk granted. That is really nice looking. Uh, eight dollars. You know, it's a pretty pretty uh, fair price. Yeah. And I feel like you get more because of those uh, those legs. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I don't know. Sounds stupid, but no, no. A, with, really this cool scene, with this scene, the Mike Turner pose, I mean, it looks like it has excellent balance. I mean, you can literally yeah. hang the figure off those those three legs. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't see the stand anywhere in that one. Yeah. That's a good point. And, and even the other ones looked great with the stand. Can you, can you just show those again real quick? I mean, your eyes literally drawn to that figure and not the stand. Right. You know, definitely. Look at that. I mean, look at this one. It's just like that stand. It was like, oh, it's going to stand. But like, I mean, it's just so nice. That's a great toy. Yeah. Articulation is a way to go on certain figures. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can have you can have the most beautiful figure. However, if it's missing some parts of articulation, then it's really just a statue. It's well, a gorgeous statue. <laughs> you know, as much as I love the reaction figures, they're not really posable. They got the, you know, right. they got the, you know, they got like a Kenner figure, you know, they their arms can move and their legs can move. Um, and I, you know, I like them, like I said, but you know, I, when it comes to like articulation, if you want to do those things in photography and whatnot, you're going to need some form of articulation, right? Which wasn't around when we were kids, unless you had yeah. Amigo. Now, here's something puzzling from, from the fan community. Loyal Subjects just announced these four Ninja Turtle figures. They look just like the animated one from uh, Fig Arts. Okay. Except they have the same accessories and same heads, but apparently I guess the bodies are different. So Uh, I don't, I mean, a lot of people are upset that they're just copies. Right. I guess. I mean, if 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 they're more reasonably priced, then I can understand it. Yeah, you know, that's true. Um, but, I mean, there's really nothing new about these figures. Right. Except maybe they may be more affordable. Well, yeah, and, and if you miss them, the other ones the first time, here's a chance to get them. Um, and now, let me ask you this. Yes, yes. You have these figures. You mm-hmm. have all the stuff from NECA, the video game, movie, movie accurate. Do you think Turtles is getting spread a bit too thin now? Like, are, are, is it Turtles overload, or can you not have enough Turtles? 
No, I think you can never have enough turtles. Um, at least not yet. I think, I think there's the people who collect the cartoon, maybe just strictly that. And then there's the people who collect NECA and there's the people who collect the Mondo. And, you know, you mean super seven. Super Mondo seven. only had that one set. Thank you. Yes. I, I, I don't really know the names. I just kind of know the toys. Uh, so thank you. Yes. So I, I think that you can't have enough right now and it, it kind of covers different levels of collectors of collectors. You know, if I was to to get one or or to buy a series, I would go for the NECA ones. I really like what they're doing. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah, right now, and they're everywhere now. Yeah, it's like right now. I'm thinking no. I think it's a good time to be collecting turtles. Um, if it got to the point where you know every company was putting out a turtle and there was nothing different about them, then I would say yes. Now, if they were putting out well, that's what I'm getting at, because these loyal subjects, they're obviously animated Turtles figures. And so if you compared them to NECA's animated figures, you know? Right. I mean, you they're kind of the same, but also different. Right. That makes and, you know, again, unless you're a completist, that's another reason. But I would like to see um, something with the Turtles done one day, where they're each a different variety of Turtle. Um, because you know, there's like a snapping turtle. There's the alligator, dra- uh, snapping turtle. There's a well, turtle. Mondo, Mondo did that, and okay. up to an extent, the new, the rise turtles are the same thing. I think um, that red scar over Leonardo, he's a snapping turtle. Of some sort. See, I would think more like Raphael should be a snapping turtle, personality-wise. I don't know too much about Rise. I'm just yeah. going off the pictures. Maybe maybe see a sea turtle. But speaking of NECA. They've released images now of the boxed Turtles in Disguise figures. So these are, I love the box itself, the artwork, right. where they're all just hanging out, having pizza. I mean, why else would you be a disguised turtle? Right. So here's more of the packaging. And then here is all four turtles, all clothed, soft goods, next to their adjacent masks. And yeah, and I got. A couple of pies, a slice, radio, and there and weapons and assorted hands. Yeah, see, this is what I mean. I mean, they're the animated figures. They look great. So you know, they come with extra heads, which is nice, you know. But then compared to the loyal subjects, you know. But I mean, yeah. maybe I'm maybe I'm overstepping because this is definitely something different. Well, because yeah. of the soft goods and the yeah guises and, and stuff. the mess, yeah. I, you know, I think as a collector, that's just the way your mind works after a while. Right. You start analyzing things and, you know, do I need, is it, you know, do I really need this or do I really need this? So on and things like that. But um, it is cool to see. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's something I definitely need. So this is a tease from NECA of the 1990s movie. Hamato Yoshi with Young Splinter. Now, the rumor is he may or may not be a two-pack with Orokosaki Shredder. I think they should be, personally. They've been doing a lot of two-packs, so I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, and it just makes Plus, sense for those two characters. Right. I was going to say, yeah, because unless you're a hardcore 90s collector or 90s right. movie collector, right. you know, mom and pop are going to be like, who are these guys with this rat? 
you know, exactly, they're yeah, yeah. So so yeah, a two pack would make sense, but yeah, and that's that's gonna be interesting. I mean, look at that hand. It's they're gonna they've been doing justice to that movie. So yeah, uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. So do um, can we bring up the the bat from Super Seven? Oh, the see through. Yeah, yeah. Get to that in one second here. Wasn't sorry. Wasn't sure where we were at. I there we go. Interesting. Yeah, it's part of their Super Cyborg series, the Cobra Bat with swappable weapons. I remember when this toy first came out when it was on the cartoon, mm -hmm. and I thought it was just like a, the coolest. I think didn't he have like different hands you could put in? I, I think, think so, possibly. And like they were just like pretty tough, and uh, I like them. This is interesting. This is not what I expected it to look like. I didn't know what I when I read this and I you know I saw um, Super Seven clear the bat. I was thinking GI Joe, and then it's interesting how they have like just the you know the the chest being the workings of whatever, and mm -hmm. then the rest is all see through. How do you feel about the see through figures? Are you a fan? The Super Seven ones they look cool, but I I don't personally collect them. I mean. They did an Optimus Prime one with uh, with the Matrix inside them. I yeah, think... that's pretty cool. I think you have to be like this is very Japanese. It's nice, yes, it's a nice packaging, gorgeous packaging. The, but like I said, this is very Japanese. You know, they're into this type of yes. you know any Japanese. Well, in, even if you look at where it says Super Cyborg, the word Cyborg kind of has that style of like Shogun Warriors or something. Right, exactly. I, yeah, I think that's what they're going they're for. They're going for. Yeah. $75. It would be kind of cool if somebody did took a picture of that and did something with like lighting and smoke or something. I think you can come up with some because of it being see-through, you can probably come up with some pretty cool. I just don't know what, but I think I think the uh, possibility is there. And the new Rodimus Prime War for Cybertron Kingdom figure was announced. Well, announced in overseas in Japan. So it's okay. Um, it's very grizzled. Like, this is no longer Hot Rod. You know that for a fact. Just facially, he's aged. So that's kind of interesting. And then his transformation mode, or his vehicle mode, not really my cup of tea. I, I, I'm a big... Uh, Masterpiece collector. I think the masterpiece was the perfect Rodimus Prime slash Hot Rod. However, now right now it's scheduled to be released in August in Japan, and when it comes over here domestically, it possibly may be eighty dollars. When did collecting get so expensive? <laughs> like it, when you when you when you just think between the nine. I'm just say the nineties because that's when like as, as a Toy collector, I guess I started collecting. Because mm -hmm. when you, you're a kid, you play with toys. Between, you know, back then, you're buying or collecting a Star Wars toy, and you're buying either a Kenner or the, tw the 12 twelve inch dolls or whatever. And they were, you know, some of them had prices on them. But nowadays, things just seem more and more. I guess it's because there there's so much work that goes into it. And, mm -hmm. you know. So tell us about this gentleman. This me. one is really interesting. Um, uh, So. Here we got Beetlejuice based off the animated series. Uh, and it's really interesting. So I don't know if any, if you're a fan of the animated series, you're automatically going to recognize him. Um, this is another Loyal Subjects. 
this is actually really nice. Uh, yeah, loyal subject so figures Beetlejuice. They, they they captured his face from the cartoon. Um, they got the look and the color scheme down. It comes to the hands, and it's also one of the hands holding like a little bug. They got um like I said, sandworm and a nice looking cane and some kind of weird looking vase or something. Um, but the you know he looks like very articulated, and it looks really cool. I did they. I think they were they're coming out with Lydia, two different versions. Nice. So one is of her in like a black outfit, and one is with that red kind of spiderweb cloak. Um, but this was a surprise, actually. I didn't expect to see this this week when I was, you know, doing our or my, my daily stuff. I, I was like, whoa, Beetlejuice. Yeah, all these like forgotten, if you will, properties are all coming back. The crows right. coming back. You know, and, Beetlejuice. And he, Here's her property based off of a live action version. So it's not even like it's the Michael Keaton version. It's the right, animated, you know, so it's, it's kind of interesting in a way. Very, it's very cool. And then we have and these this two guy. guys, Bruce the shark. Yeah. And um, Quinn. And you know, Quinn. It's, he kind of looks like he's smiling. You know, I don't know. Bruce or Quinn. <laughs> Quinn, he does. Um, he's got this, this funny looking machete in his hand, but you know what? It's very clever the way they um, shaped the shark so that he could rest on, on something to look like he's coming out of water or whatever it is that he's on. Yeah, this looks kind of cool. It, it's pretty pretty smart. It's, uh, this is interesting. And Quint almost looks like a rubber rubber bendy figure. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, these are this is pretty cool. They should come out with a, a Brody and a, and a Hooper one too while they're at it. Uh, it's like this background. She's got like the pieces of the boat sinking. And... Yeah, I'm sure it's coming. Yeah. Well, depending on sales on this guy. Yeah, that's true. So one of my favorite animated shows, Thundar the Barbarian. That is. A Jack Kirby drawn figures. Did he create them? I don't think he created them. I think he, I mean, he came up with the look of all the characters. So would you say... And I'm thinking just you're gonna say yes, but you've been done to surprise me. Would you say heavily influenced by Star Wars? Thunder? No. I mean, like you don't see like a Luke Skywalker in him, or maybe He Man, but with a lightsaber, and he that other dude looks kind of like Chewbacca. Yeah, but I don't. I always thought that. No. But I remember watching the show as a kid. Because I mean, the the show is like a a vastly departure. Mm-hmm. It's but I love the what was it 1997 the whole Earth. Goes into ruin, so I thought that was funny. So, but I, I'm thinking it's more barbarian because she's a uh, like a wizard, okay, so or it, a magic user. And, and this is different than her in Herculoids, correct? Oh well, I could, I could see the concept of Herculoids in this a little because okay. Herculoids is more like a family. It was like a Swiss family Robinson. Okay, and they, they weren't aliens. Had, had like the Triceratops that shot rocks or something. Triceratops, yes. Okay. Uh, not igloo. Oh, damn, you put me on the spot. Tundra. And you know what else was kind of weird? Now, this might be a, a 60s, 70s thing, but their son never referred to his mother as mother. What did you call her? Her name's Laura. He never, yeah, and it was so weird. Like, Did, he call, did he call her Laura? Yeah, he called her by her first name, but. Oh, man, that's not right. Right, but he called he called his dad, you know, father. That's a lot of disrespect being shown. <laughs> it's weird. I don't. That is weird. I mean, uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe 
one episode he might have called her mother, but I doubt the, the it. Mother's Day episode. Yeah, right. So Thundar and company will finally be getting a Blu-ray release. I have the bootleg, which is great. How many seasons did they do? Two, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was a Saturday morning cartoon. Right. Hanna Barbera, right? Yes. Okay. Interesting, right? Hanna Barbera. Ruby Spears. Spears. It might be Ruby Spears. Ruby Spears. Ruby Soho. Um, interesting. Yeah, I think they were Ruby Spears. Now I think about it. But yeah, uh, great show. If you're into Saturday morning, or even if you like barbarian stories, because I mean, they had some. They had some interesting stories. I love the Sun Sword. I love how Egan right. put it away and stuff. And she was a magic user. And I love the fact that all their horses mm-hmm. look like the same species. Yes, they're they're interesting. They're they're they look like horses don't, but they look well, like the, they a the lot human, of muscle. There's two human horses, and then that's the one that he rides the the hair right. What's his right. name? Do we do you uh, remember his name? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, so they'll be coming out on Blu-ray. And then, so here's something interesting. For all you fans of Hasbro overseas, Hasbro Pulse is coming to the UK starting in April. So now you don't have to pay outrageous shipping prices or American shipping prices to get all your Marvel Legends, Transformers, and anything else Hasbro has to sell. That's pretty cool for them. Yeah, Um, I can only imagine... You know, being like overseas and wanting that toy and, and shipping costs and you know. oh, I'm sorry, it was already Mar- uh, March 10th was the launch date, so you can get all your stuff now, right now. You can pause us and go. And then our friends from the Netflix show, wow, I'm really bad today. The center seat, the right. This is a center seat from the Nacelle company that created the that Netflix show with the toys. Okay. So, so 55 years of Star Trek history will debut on the History Channel, created by Brian Volk Weiss. It will be an eight-episode documentary. Can you believe it's 55 years of Star Trek? Yeah. Right? I mean, I'm not a Trek guy, but like I, it's a long time. Um, and honestly, why not put it on the History Channel? Because they're not really doing well with history nowadays anyway. Their shows are kind of... Mm-hmm. There's also a... Kickstarter or Indie Indiegogo, excuse me, about my one of my favorites, uh, Voyager, Star Trek Voyager. Yeah, that was a great show. First female captain. Yeah, so if you're a Star Trek fan, that's uh, you're gonna want to check out this show. And um, I know that the coming March 26th, keep an eye out, everybody, um, for you Batman '89 fans, SH Fig Art, um, the Tamayashi Nations, they're gonna be doing a '89 Batman figure. Um, they have not released the image yet. That will be a teaser or a trailer or some sort. It's going to be released on March 26th. You know, put that on your reminders. And especially if you're a Batman fan, you're going to want to check it out. Oh, Ookla. That was his name. <laughs> that was that, that Ookla, dude's name? Ookla the Muck. A Muck? He's running a Muck. Yeah, I, I remember watching the show. I, I just don't remember much of it. But I do remember. They got a coloring book of it. Probably. He, he had some some items. I would love to get those action figures they came out with a couple of years ago. They're, like, the, they're in like the thousands right now. Oh boy, was that the yeah. same time with the with the um, Herculoids figures as well? Yes. Okay, I remember our buddy Rich had the Herculoids. Did not know they made thunder. Really, they're going for that much. Wow. Yeah, I, I I guess they were really hard to find. Yeah, or 
limited number or something. Golly. So I want to thank Brian Salvatore for our intro and outro music. Help each other at hashtag collectors helping collectors if you're looking for something or if you have something to sell. Collectors helping collectors. Thank you to Scott Nightlick over at Spectre Creative. As you can see, we are now on YouTube. So please tell a friend, subscribe, hit that bell, join the conversation, let us know what we're forgetting, especially me this week, at toyspodcast at gmail.com. We are on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and all of your favorite podcasting platforms. Please subscribe, give us a rating, or do both. Enjoy our newest top 10 podcast over in the UK, Rocketeer Radio, hosted by Ian Westoff. Thank you, sir. And of course, don't forget about People of Eternia. Now on all podcasting platforms, and pay close attention to tomorrow's episode, where I interview Rob McCallum the director of Powers of Grayskull, the definitive He-Man and the Masters of the Universe documentary, as he will be talking about his latest project, Faking Filmation, the story of one man trying to make a He-Man cartoon, and also the history of cartoons, which I cannot wait. The Kickstarter is on April 6th, so please, if you love He-Man, or even if you love animation and cartoons, give it a try. Follow us at social media, at Twitters, Instagram, and at Toy Lines. Facebook, you can find us at Toy Lines. For all the latest toy reviews, please visit www.toy-lines.com. I just got the Spawn Kickstarter figure. I can't wait to open it up. I just have to find the time, unfortunately. But it will be up soon. So that wraps it up. See you this week, folks. I mean, my stuff. Play with your toys. Hi, I'm Marvelous Joe. And I'm his twin brother, Johnny DC. And together, we host the Dynamic Duel Podcast, a weekly show where we debate who has the superior characters between Marvel and DC, which we help prove through stat-based simulations of battles between your favorite Marvel and DC characters. We also review the latest Marvel and DC films to hit theaters. We'd love to have you come listen as we have a blast every Tuesday. Check out Dynamic Duel at dynamicduel.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Did you watch the X-Men cartoon as a kid? Did you buy Spider-Man number one the day it came out? Did you collect superhero trading cards and action figures? Then have we got the podcast for you. That's right, it's Wizards, Wizards, the the podcast podcast guide to to comics. comics. The exciting show where Adam, that's me. And Michael, that's me. We'll take you through the 90s comic book boom through the pages of Wizard Magazine, one issue at a time. We have so much fun reliving that crazy time of chromium covers and speculative comic book buying. Plus, we get to see where this whole hubbub about superhero movies really began. So we invite you to join us every other week on the Retro Network podcast feed. We can't wait to go back in time and uh, flip through those comic books you used to read. So we'll see you then. And until next time, keep your books bagged and boarded. (laughs) 